Oh, jeez. You got a little something on there. Oh, yeah, my pants. pants. My pants. Oh. That that didn't open like a normal beer. No, not at all. <laughs> and exploded in your face. Yeah. And on your pants. That was strange. And your leg. None got on the... Oh, there's one drop on the couch. Don't get it on the couch. One, how, yeah, you saw that. How can you predict that going to happen? Went flying over too. I did my best I could there. Okay. Anyways, welcome back to the Drunken Nerd <laughs> Podcast, where we love our beer like we love our... Comic books. Not our John Favreau this week? Yeah, well, a little bit of Favreau, but... Not really. It, well, it's just a Mandalorian dose of Favreau. Yeah. Our daily dose of Favreau. Weekly? Weekly. Because it's only a weekly show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, my name is Carl, and with me is Shipper, the co-host. How are you? <laughs> that was the most underwhelming uh, introduction. I was trying to think of things as I was talking. And I can't do two things at once. <laughs> More worried about the stains on your on your pants. And like, yeah, some guy on my phone. That beer did not open like a normal beer. No, there was nothing I could have done about that. No, that was out of control. That was crazy. <laughs> um, man, how have you been? What's going on this week? Uh, not bad. Um, cold as hell. Yeah, it's probably about the coldest it's been in a while. Yeah. Chavez and I were golfing every week up until this week. Were you? Yeah. We uh, we went out and it was like 45 degrees the one day. And I was like, this is... <laughs> Time to put it, the clubs away yeah, for the rest it, of the season. Last week we were playing. I saw my breath before the first tee box. I'm like, this Chavez, man. I love you, but we got to find something else to I do. I mean, that's the reason why my dad retired from New Jersey down to South Carolina, so we can keep playing golf year-round. Because yeah, now he's got that. nothing. <laughs> yeah. He's doing work, so now he's going to play golf. That's the life, man. Yeah. That's my retirement plan. Is I, I want to work on a golf course. That's his retirement plan. I don't know if he's done it yet, but that's his retirement. He wants to be a golf ranger. Yeah. yeah. Dude, my, uh, it's funny. My cousin is a retired police officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a big boy, but he is now just a golf ranger. Not because he wants to golf or anything like that. But he just wants to yell at people? Yep, because <laughs> he, na- he still has authority, and he just drives around in a golf cart all day. <laughs> that sounds... Plausible. And it's at a shitty little public course. Yeah. So he doesn't even need to tell people, like, hey, speed up your rate of play. He basically just drives around and tries to find people that brought beer from home because it's not allowed on the golf course. <laughs> so he's a snitch. He's so a professional golf snitch. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we know of one person that that's their retirement plan as well. Who is we? You Us? and I. You yeah. and I? Me? Uh-huh. It's you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be a professional snitch. That's your retirement plan. No, I just, I want to drive around telling people, rate of play, rate of play, <laughs> rate of play. And the, like, if people never played before, they'll be like, what the hell does that mean? You see. Yeah. Just the last one. Yeah. No, no, no. I, the, what I just typed in. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm real, real smart. Look in the typing box. Oh, oh no! Yeah, that's his whole thing. Oh, now I want to change my my plans. <laughs> Don't be associated with that guy. Yeah. Oh, speaking of him, I wa- <laughs> this is great radio. Him, yeah, that guy, <laughs> that guy, our coworker that is not a very popular man uh-uh. or a very likable man for reasons, for so many reasons. Um, speaking of him. When I was at work the other night, I watched an hour-long like documentary on the world of fake martial arts. Oh, was he in it? 
No, but <laughs> one of the martial arts he practices was one of them. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the one where he uh, clotheslines old ladies? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but it's uh. it's like a cult mentality where like the leaders of these dojos are like... Quote, unquote, so, dojo. Yeah. <laughs> they're so charismatic, they're able to talk people into believing their bullshit. And that's why you see like nine people getting knocked down by like a... <laughs> they do a hurricane and yeah. they all fall over. Yeah, you've seen the videos. Yeah, They're yeah. like where like uh, one guy grabs a guy's wrist and then he's able to twist and like four people around him fall down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, get that chi going. And, yeah, yeah. There were there are actually. I'm pretty sure Penn and Teller did an episode of bullshit on that. Th- that would make crap, sense. Crap, uh, martial arts and how it's well, martial arts in general. But, but. there are uh, two. Uh, a, leaders of fake dojos mm-hmm. that challenged MMA fighters to a fight and they put up their own money because they wanted to prove that th- like they were speaking truth uh-huh. which shows that they're they bought into their own bullshit somehow <laughs> both of them got knocked out in the first 30 seconds oh absolutely because yeah. you know MMA fighters been training almost their entire lives yeah and deadened pretty much every sense in their legs and arms and stuff. You should have saw the one. The guy was coming at him with like really weird, like open palm fake strikes. Oh, it's. Uh, and the guy just grabbed him and it's, smashed Oh, what is his name? Oh, what's the big dude from Mortal Kombat? The. <laughs> oh, or it could street be. Street Fighter. That was Street Fighter. Oh, that's right. Street Fighter, not yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's the Street Fighter. But it, it could be the Japanese guy, but it's also. Um, the Brazilian monster thing. I can't Goro? No. The Brazilian monster thing. The green one. Oh. God, well, I can't think of his name. Yeah, they both do this. He does no, the electric thing. He does the electric thing. thing. <laughs> so mostly just the Japanese one. But anyways, I digress. Yeah. I know Chun-Li does the same exact move, but with kicks instead of fists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With legs. That's the only... I can only play with Chun-Li. You were there. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie, was in the corner. Donnie was running wild. Like he went nineteen and zero before I just buttoned, mashed Chun Li. Right. That was a good night. I think that's everybody's way to win that game is button mashing Chun Li. Except for Donnie, who actually had, <laughs> had strategies and moves and shit. And uh, damn, you can't too, even throw good. like Harukens at him yeah. with Ryu and Ken. Because it does only a slight bit of damage if it hits them. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the only thing that can really stop those moves is the Brazilian monster thing. I can't think of his name. I want to say Chaka. <laughs> it's not Chaka. But that's what I that's what I want to say though. Well, you're wrong. I know. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um. What is it? Green dude. <laughs> We're gonna hate ourselves because we can't remember. Street Fighter. Uh, somebody yelling. Blanca. Blanca. Chanka. Blanca. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the track. <laughs> you were there ish. <laughs> you were adjacent to. <laughs> yeah. In an alternate universe, that thing is named Chanka. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the alternate universe where Carl wrote, wrote Street Fighter. <laughs> or created just some a game. asshole that thinks like me created a video game. I'm going to make a game, and it's going to be called Chonka, and it's going to be a fat green thing <laughs> instead of a ripped green thing. Fair. Mm. Oh, I know why I confused him doing the arm thing. is because he actually has a move where he just, like, sweeps with his arm, mm-hmm. and then you hit it enough, and that's when he starts doing an electric thing. Yeah. Never mind. That's good. Nope. 
Is Street Fighter anything like your Dragon Ball Z game you've been playing nonstop, basically? <laughs> no. I play Madden or PGA a lot, and every time I log on, it's like, oh, Shipper's playing uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, it's a, gr- it's a fun game. Plus, I just got it. Yeah, that's It was fair. a Black Friday deal. I got it for like 15 bucks. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. It was a $60 game when it yeah. came out like six months ago. Getting any current gen, well, that previous gen now. Yeah, yeah now that they came out. Fives and X, ones, or whatever the heck they're right. called now. That PS4 generation, though, if you get any of them for under 20 bucks, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, it's a fun, fun game. It, um, it plays like the shows. Mm. So if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. um, it picks up basically from Dragon Ball Z through whatever the current iteration of the show is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you play as Goku and Gohan and. Krillin and all the the main characters, all and the level Piccolo. Misfits. Yeah, exactly. And it's an RPG right now. I'm about like level twenty, and I've seen people online who play it, and they're like level eighty. Yeah. So you got a little bit of catching up to do. I got some catching up to do. Yeah. But I've it's fun to play for a couple of hours. Yeah. And it's one of those RPGs like you're still playing Witcher three, and you could put three four hours into it and get nowhere. Yep. Whereas in this game, you put three four hours and you've accomplished some stuff. Okay. Um, there's no level grinding, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the only grinding I've done is to get like uh, gear. You have to gear grind. No, there's no gear. It's oh. you collect Z orbs, which is zorbs. Zorbs. We're gonna call them zorbs. Zorbs. You use them to buy new skills, but even the skill tree is locked to parts of the game. Mm. So you can't just like. It, it's nice in the sense that you can't over level mm-hmm. something, so that when you have a fight against another Saiyan. Or whatever. It's, it's a challenge. It's an actual challenge. Yeah. And it, it's a challenge. It's fast paced. Like, I've gotten irritated in certain fights because I can't see because there's so much destruction going on on the screen. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. Um, but I haven't felt like I've been overwhelmed either at the same time. Like, I feel pleasantly nice. challenged on it. That's good. It's a good game. Nice. I never made it past the Boo saga with Dragon Ball Z. Because, like, back when I, I was watching it on Cartoon Network. Mm hmm. They hadn't translated beyond a certain episode of the Boo Saga, and by the time they had gotten everything done and up on Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. I just kind of fell out of yeah. following it. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it was on Hulu, but they hadn't finished translating episodes then either. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was like maybe a year ago that I was wa- trying to watch it on Let's Hulu. Go, I, I would watch the rest of the saga at least with subs, just so I yeah. know how it ends. Sure. Although I know how it ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you don't mind watching you know reading I, I just I have a hard time personally just watching TV <laughs> like yeah. I gotta be doing something else so trying right. to read a TV show is difficult for me I, I just hate subs because it takes me away from what I'm actually watching yeah you focus in on the words and yeah. not the I, show I miss what's actually happening because I'm just sitting yeah. there reading though they say if you're ever trying to learn a language the best way to learn is to watch a cartoon with the subs mm-hmm huh. yeah because you you Listen to it in the native language you're trying to learn mm-hmm. and read it in your native language or whatever language you know how to read. Right. And you just watch episodes over and over and over. And the idea is that cartoons are slower speaking. Right. Because they're right. towards kids. Yeah. So and you like, pick they're not going to be time. using big words and yeah. stuff. So you get like a at least a base of the language. Yep. Um, Gal Gadot actually said she learned English by watching Friends, I think. It was or Seinfeld, one of the two. One of the, she well, just Seinfeld's wittier. You, when you just said Friends, I was gonna be like, oh, one of those really stupid. Just turn your <laughs> mind off and watch American TV shows. 
I don't hate Friends, but yeah, I, I don't remember what she said, but I know she said that she did the same thing. Obviously, it's not cartoons, but she did mm. the same thing. She just binge watched and rewatched episodes of one of those two shows um, to mm. learn English. It's interesting, yeah. but that's what they say is the best way to learn a language is immersion in general. But mm. if you can't go to a country and immerse yourself, next best thing is yeah. to pick up their TV. Yeah, though a lot of countries' TVs not. As good as ours yeah <laughs> that's why you see a lot of american tv shows overseas yeah, everywhere <laughs> everywhere because uh, what you got hmm? no i was just saying that's what you got yeah oh i thought you said what you got like <laughs> i was supposed to follow up on that follow I, up with it carl i don't have anything <laughs> i got nothing damn it carl <laughs> <laughs> i was sitting there thinking about uh british tv and how bad it is <laughs> yeah just their, their British game shows. Did you ever watch Who's Doing the Dishes over, mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. in Britain? I love British game shows because they're stupid as hell. And there's no prize. That's not true. It depends on the show. Like, they're trivia TV shows. Well, specifically for Who's Doing the Dishes, oh, yeah, there's just, no prize. Yeah. You just have to guess what celebrity is cooking. Yeah. And then if you guess correctly, this you watch the celebrity do dishes. Sure. My What is that? Yeah. My favorites were, like, the trivia shows they have over there. And they have a ton um, the or, or Planko, they have a giant Planko thing, game show. As a game show, yeah. yeah. And the prize is like three thousand uh, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like in the United States, if it's under a thousand bucks, people are like, I'm not playing that. Yeah, people just don't care. <laughs> yeah. it has to be millions. Yeah. Or hundreds of thousands, the but very minimum. Even there was a idiot test, uh, which was a, an American TV show, and uh-huh. the prize was uh, five thousand dollars. Yeah. And they had to stop filming because they couldn't get enough people in on it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> British also have a TV show. Oh, I forget the name of it, but basically the premise is you, the contestant. It's like the dating game, but nude version. So they naked dating. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's called. Naked dating. And it's. I just made an assumption. <laughs> no, that's what's that's what's called. Naked. I think now that now that you second guess yourself and you could have just I will never not second guess myself (laughs) but uh so the main contestant is trying to pick someone to date Mm -hmm. and the contestants who are vying for the chance of date are naked in these tubes and instead of like starting from like the face and moving down the body Mm -hmm. it starts from the feet and moves up the body oh my god so literally this guy is picking or or girl or it's Mixed gender, it's not just guy. Yeah. I was guy as a generalization, yeah, yeah. not as in a generalization. But um the the main contestant is picking who to go on a date with based on literally starting with their feet yeah. and then going to their crotch and then going to their chest and then their face. So it's literally hundred percent who's the better looking in their opinion. Yeah. What's nice though is that they do make the final the, the contestant before they make their final decision, because mm-hmm. they eliminate people based on like each level like they reveals. Yeah. I don't uh, like their knobby knees, they're out. She got janky knees. Yeah. I see an ACL scar. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do ask questions of of the contestant, but the it's exactly like the dating game where you like you ask questions and the person isn't allowed mm-hmm. to reveal themselves per se, but just respond in a way. Yeah. Um, so there is some of the personality, quote unquote, being displayed. Do you ever watch those MTV dating shows like Next or a different one. Uh-uh. You never heard of any of the, like the MTV style of dating shows where it's always like some douchebag and like 
he dates like five girls at once, but he has to say next to get to the next one. And if he passes on a girl, he can't go back to her. No. And then it'll tell you like three facts about each of them. To be fair, you and I are several years apart in age, and right. probably by the time I stopped watching MTV, it was probably about the time you started. Oh, I watching. hated these shows. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, different right. time frames. So, no, I didn't watch that. But, so, it would always give you three facts about the people. And the first two facts made sense, and the third one had nothing to do with oh, anything two truths as and a, a lie. <laughs> no, it was true, uh, but it was just like, here's Chad. <laughs> He's 31 years old. He's a frequent gym enthusiast. Because they all are. And he hates when women use the word appropriate. And it's like, <laughs> how appropriate? What does that mean? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Give us up off the wall to add into our thing. Yeah. I mean, we use the word appropriate. He hates when property is described as street view. And it's like, <laughs> what? Well, when you have a view of the street. <laughs> He must really love the word curb appeal then. Yeah, Riverview. <laughs> Skyview. Yeah. Uh, anywho. God, what a weird world this is. Television. It's a weird thing. The things get produced and put on TV. Put in for people to view and absorb. And people watch this kind of yeah. shit. <laughs> Speaking of TV, that's not necessarily shit. Mandalorian. Oh. We skipped the oh section. Oh my god, I, I, I really... We got related to TV. <laughs> yeah, and I saw a good segue. So, the beer this week is Beach House Brewery. Beach House. Beach House. Haas spelled the German way. The German. Beach House. Not Beach House, Beach House. Beach House. <laughs> winter Rental, or Winter Rental. Winter Rental, yes. Winter Rental. Das German Beers... Das, das, das not Lager. German at all. It is beach-born, though. Winterrental. That's, there's only two ways that German people can sound. It's either angry or flamboyant. <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh, that's 100% true. Winterrental. <laughs> yeah. Though that might be a little more, like, Swedish. Oh, yeah. Or Swiss. <laughs> da, da. Being that most of those countries do speak some German. So they're beach-born. Uh, oh, they're from Jersey. This is a black lager, as I said. They're from Jersey, yes. Belmar. And we've been drinking it this whole time. We're actually basically done with our first beer. <laughs> which should tell you it's smooth as hell. Yeah. This is a, a black lager. I do like a black lager. They're good. I wouldn't be able to name another black lager. Like, I wouldn't be able um, to name a black lager. But, like, I am very much enjoying I've had this. a black lager off the top of my head. Um, there was a brewery back when we were in Virginia... Um, called Tin Cannon, mm-hmm. and they had a black lager that was good. Mm. Oh no, they had a black IPA. Take that back. I've had black lagers before. Yeah, but I, I do like them. Beepa. They're very malty. They a, yeah, they they use more like the dark malts mm-hmm. when they brew them. So it it looks like a porter. It does or a stout. Yeah. It's that dark. I mean, this has kind of got like a ruby yeah, color. there's a little bit of red to it when you hold it up to light. Yeah, which is probably, I don't know, probably a Kara Pills or something. Not Pills, but Kara. Uh, Kara Red. It tastes, it, it does Cara have red. like a, a wintry taste to it. I don't know what the ingredients to make it wintry would be. But know. like, it's got that holiday ale vibe. Mm-hmm. I like this. I Lager, like this. not ale. Different. I, holiday ale vibe. But it's not an ale. It's all bockers. It's, but it's got vibes. It's just <laughs> it's a vibe. Vibes. It's just a vibe. <laughs> it's just vibing. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, this is good. Like, if you put this in front of me, I'd be like, because uh, I'm not a big porter or, or stout fan. I can drink them. That one opened appropriately too. Yes, it did. That was a janky can. <clears throat> well, even mine when it, my first one opened it didn't open right. Uh, yeah. Not like that, at least. That's the problem with buying independent brewers from anywhere other than the brewery. Yeah, you don't know how long it's been there. Yeah, although this has been this was canned in ten uh, eight. No, oh, so a couple months old. Yeah, but you don't know like you know from the brewery they're going to take care of everything. Yeah, you don't know if the beer store is like appropriately handling any of this stuff. Well, on top of that, you know, just transportation in general, you know, yeah. shaking yeah. it up and stuff like that just by the motion of being handled and yeah. transported. But um. uh, Golf rating. For those first-time listeners, the golf rating is a combination of how long I could drink this on an 18-hole course combined with how long before my skills absolutely go to shit. Before you give it, I want to say this is only a 5.1%. Yes, so. it is. And 28 IBUs. Which, 5.1 is only 0.1 higher than a hard seltzer. However, it is a full 0.9% harder than a Coors Light Bud Light style. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, as far as drinking this before my skills fall apart, this is 14 holes. Yeah. This it's The issue is it's kind of smooth, though, so... You might crush them faster. Yeah. I mean, you crush one in under 20. Yep. Yeah, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still almost there, but... Yeah, you're basically I'm there. right behind you. <laughs> yeah. I drank mine in 19. You're going to drink yours in 22. <laughs> yeah. I told you I was right behind you. <laughs> yeah, they are smooth. Yeah. Uh, so, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scale that back to 12 just because how fast I would be drinking these. Yeah. And then for the flavor, I'm going to give it 12 as well because it's smooth. It's got good flavor. However, it is a little heavier, so I'm not going to want to drink it the whole time. So I would say asterisk, this would be good if you were golfing last week with Chavez. Yeah. Because it's a little colder. Yes, absolutely. In the summertime, you're probably going to be... I'd probably switch off this. Four or five holes. Somewhere around there. Yeah. So, but obviously, on this the is going to release, nine. so yeah. it's not going to come out then. So, oh. golfing in the fall, this is going to be a 12-12. For an average, you've got to add them together. 24 <laughs> divided by 2. 12. <laughs> I think that's 12. Um, 12. Yeah. That, 12, 12, and 12. I think 12 is our highest average golf rating for the average since we've come out with the... I mean, we've only okay. done four averages. We should really write these down. <laughs> we can say that. <laughs> Wait, what? We should write these down and say what are... Oh, yeah. That's actually a decent idea. Katie, if you're listening. Starting next week. <laughs> you want to yeah. do us a favor? Yeah. You want to be the uh, official scribe of the podcast? <laughs> or st- statistician? Yeah. <laughs> Although we're going to refer to you as Marvin. <laughs> Marvin? If you're a statistician, you're Marvin to me. I don't care. <laughs> just just randomly? Yeah. I thought you were going Marvin the Martian from Looney Tunes. No, 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 <laughs> I was no. like, what? Uh, in Madden, if you're having a good game, the announcers go, oh, he's going to break our statistician, Marvin. Uh-oh. And they've included that commentary for the past six games. <laughs> so, who originally said that in football to make that a thing? Nobody. Madden, just the commentary is terrible. Madden's not a good game. I just love football, so that's all I got. Then go with NCAA. They don't make it anymore. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. They Last making, time I played it was in college. So they started I, making it in 14? Maybe 15. Why? Uh, the NCAA gave some pushback because they wanted some more money for the players' likeness. Because mm. the NCAA is a terrible, terrible, terrible organization. Didn't they somewhat recently within the last couple of years vote that players can make money off their likenesses in now? the state of California oh only in the state of California yes. oh fair enough so no yeah. <laughs> the NCAA makes billions a year yep. on these players <clears throat> and they're not allowed to get a free haircut yeah it's insane though there's plenty of schools that give their players anything they want but when it gets caught yeah. there's super the boosters paying penalties. for cars and yeah why does the star quarterback drive a new Porsche? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. His mom's... No, no. His, no. Do you know, that's why LeBron didn't go to college. One of the reasons LeBron didn't go to college. Because oh, they also knew that he'd make a fuckload of money out of... But also, he was, <laughs> and the NBA doesn't have the requirement that you have to go to college first with the NCAA. Wait, do, it does now. But when oh, LeBron does, uh, went straight into the NBA, it, it didn't exist. I think MLB does, doesn't have to either. I think you can go from MLB to minor league. The MLB has that the minor league system, though. Yeah. The NBA, it, it has the G League. That doesn't really count. Yeah, you can you can go and play NBA right out of high school. You need one year of college now. Wow. Or, so you go with a community college and not really? A lot of players <laughs> will do that. Or they'll go and play a year in Europe uh, and then come back. Sense. Yeah. Um, but LeBron <laughs> was driving a brand-new Hummer. His senior year of high school and colleges were like hey you can't do that and he's like well i don't need to go to college either (laughs) (laughs) you need me more than i need you got it Uh, i can't tie lebron james into the mandalorian (laughs) that'd be impressive if you could um lebron james talk about the goat no just kidding (laughs) lebron james was in a movie with bill Hader. bill Hader was in a movie with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was an elf directed by John Favreau who is writing <laughs> The Mandalorian. <laughs> um I need to see the your show your work on this one. Uh, I don't even know what movies you're referencing. Uh the the <laughs> yeah, I don't think you do either. The LeBron James Bill Hader movie is called Trainwreck. Was it that a train wreck? Yeah. Okay. It was terrible. LeBron can't act worth a shit. <laughs> and uh, Amy Schumer's in it too, so that makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hader's not the greatest either. But I like Bill Hader. He's okay. He's a likable guy. He's not yeah. the best actor, but yeah. like yeah. I enjoy everything I've seen him in. Sure. I don't think he's bad. It just and then, I can't uh, think of anything he's in. <laughs> what's a Bill Hader, Will Ferrell movie? It definitely exists. <laughs> You're just making a connection. That I made up, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they, they both were on SNL. Fair. They're SNL alum, both of them. That's but were they all the same? T- yeah. No, no, they were. They were. They were definitely on the same time. No, they weren't. No? Mm-mm. Oh. Will Ferrell left in the early 2000s. Bill Hader got in in the late 2000s. Oh. Um, yeah, so there's no... There's no, no connection. There's no <laughs> movie connection, but they are both SNL alum. Okay, so you're going to go add Lauren Michaels in between those two is what you're going to do. If I need to. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Just SNL alone is enough. Anyways. Right. So. So dotted line to each other. <laughs> with that seventh degree of separation, <laughs> The Mandalorian season two, episode six, I want to say. Yeah. Chapter 14. The tragedy. The tragedy. 
the tragedy. I appreciate that the, every episode this season <laughs> so, has been the blank. Yeah. Instead Only of one episode blank. so far that doesn't two. have the... There was two. No. What was the second one? In season Yeah, no, one, the growth in were, season one. There were two of them, yeah. yeah. That didn't I have there was the... One. Yeah, if you're going to... If you're going to make a thing, make a thing. Yeah. Stick with your thing. Dog? Dog. Come clack, clickety-clack, clickety-clack. You sniff a lot quieter than my dog. What do you got to say for yourself? Who? Didn't want to be on camera. <laughs> Shook your head, no. <laughs> camera. Microphone. <laughs> I was going to say. Are you filming this? You got okay. something to tell me? <laughs> uh, sure, I'm not. <laughs> uh, stupid. Um. Anyway. This was a fun episode. This is an episode where who's who of who came out. Yes. Um, they're trying to... We're going to go full spoilers right away. Uh, yeah, if you watch the episode, you're obviously not watching this. So Yeah. They're trying to restore the image of Boba Fett mm-hmm. that uh, the movies destroyed because he was a bumbling idiot in the movies. And now he is a yep. badass. Uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see, he, he killed a bunch of stormtroopers. He did. With a stick. It was a sand people weapon. Regardless. This is the weirdest looking weapon ever. They had shooting really? weapons. <laughs> he had a stick. Yeah. Um, my first, the lasting thing with me is how many stormtroopers can fit in those tiny ass <laughs> ships? <laughs> they were just going from everywhere. There was like 50 of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Mando and the child go to Tython. Mm-hmm. To see to get to the seeing stone, yep, which is a Jedi thing temple essentially, mm-hmm. outdoor temple. It's uh, a rock, yeah, it's a rock. Uh, you see Slave One in the distance land, and immediately uh, Mando goes, "Uh oh!" He goes, "Retro." Yep. Um, even though he's never encountered Boba Fett ever, he's never seen Slave One ever. Yeah. The, he has he, no reason to think it's, He has so much trust in everyone else in the world yeah. that he knows. He needs to be introduced to them, and then right. he immediately gets the trust. If he sees you from a distance, he's like, I don't know about this yeah. guy. I, I immediately don't trust you. Yeah. Never mind anything. Um, so, yeah, Slave One. So, obviously, Boba Fett. I mean, people who knew Boba Fett was going to be in the show long before. Yeah. Well, as soon as they cast, uh, what's his name? I don't know. The actor. Yeah, the guy who played Jenga Fett in the movies became Boba Fett in this because Boba Fett is a clone of Jenga Fett. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you get Slave 1. Um, and then you get Fennec back because mm-hmm. we can't just kill people. What? Like, why bring her back? What was the point? Yeah. I, Fen- for anybody who doesn't remember, Just Fennec, have them have a robot that can do these things. Yeah, just anything. It could be some random person. Fennec was... In the first season, she was a bounty hunter who was killed by the kid who hired um, Mando that, to yeah, drive, that, so he can get into the guild. And then the kid ended up killed kid. her. Yeah, yeah, he ended up killing Fennec. Jenga, or Jenga. Uh, Mando walked up, saw her dead in the sand. Case closed. Mm-hmm. Like, why bring her back? And she's like, oh, Boba saved me because and she opens her midriff and now she's half robot or something yeah like her insides are completely robotic yeah because why not like that sometimes it's just mm. if you're gonna do a thing do a thing it doesn't bother me that as much as it's bothering you apparently (laughs) but just have them have a robot sidekick i guess 
Like, it's I don't t- care. Tamara Morrison is the actor. Okay. So that people aren't yelling at us. When I said the guy that plays Boba Fett. Oh, I was like, where are you going? Fair. Um, yeah. Why not? Um, she has implants. She's a robot. They, Ish. They She's kill, android, I guess. They kill 50 stormtroopers. Which helping Boba Fett? Yeah, the stormtroopers land on a transport and they come storming out because they're coming. It's after like the a child. clown car of transports yeah. too. Like four waves run out of the ship. I was gonna say, I'm pre- these people for being quote unquote military arm have never studied any military tactics whatsoever because they're gonna storm anything. up a hill yeah. at entrenched people. Well, you know what they studied was General Custer. <laughs> I was or gonna Colonel say Colonel Custer. Yeah, it's Colonel. Yeah. Custer's last stand. Yeah, or uh, Pickett's charge from Get- Battle of Gettysburg, yeah. where they, you know, charge up a hill and get decimated. Yep, just wave after wave of your own men getting yeah. slain, just, and then the 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 one stormtrooper captain's like, "Keep going!" <laughs> yeah, and even when the one guy's like, "Sir, there's too much fire," and he goes, "You idiot!" and then the guy stands <laughs> up and gets shot. Ah. Uh. And then one man tries to stop a boulder with a gatling gun. Yeah, he just keeps shooting the... <laughs> Instead of just moving yeah. three feet to the left. Yeah. I'm just going to shoot this boulder and let it just be destroyed because that's what they think it's going to happen. I don't Again, know. Again, but they had time to set up the repeater rifle, mm-hmm. which is the gatling gun. But instead, they could have just all got back on the ship. Hovered a little bit, and just shot them with the giant cans that are on the transport. Mm-hmm. Well, there's too much, too many of them. Too many of them. They couldn't Three. get back in the ship. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Once the loose, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you do see some fun uh, Boba taking names, hitting people in the face. Yeah, crushing them, and then he goes onto the uh, Mando ship and gets his armor back. Yep. I do appreciate Razor Crest. I couldn't the, think the of Razor that. Crest. I couldn't think of it. I do appreciate they closed the hole that Star Wars the universe has always had with Boba in Mandalorian armor because Boba, like we said, is a clone. So like, mm-hmm. it's always been an argument in Star Wars fandom of how is it that Boba has Mandalorian armor? Mm-hmm. In this, you get well, Jango was actually a foundling, Jango right. being his father. Um, so Jango then. Gave the armor to a son, ish. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Django died. And D- Django's head rolled to the <laughs> in the helmet, rolled to the feet of Boba. Yeah, in episode two. Yeah, <laughs> um, of the movies, not the show. Yeah, but um, yeah. So they kind of closed that loophole that people were like, "How does Boba Fett have mm-hmm. a?" Yeah, it, it, just let it be. You yeah. know, I mean, he literally goes up to <laughs> Mando at the end. Goes. Look at my arm. Computer hologram. He's just like characters of a language. Yeah. He's like, look, see, Jango was a foundling. I'm his me. son. I'm here. So I'm allowed to have this armor. Yeah. <laughs> and Mando but, was even like, yeah, it's rightfully yours now. Yeah. <laughs> I love how that was basically... I. The only thing that scene missed was Boba and Mando both turning to the camera and flipping them off. Yeah. <laughs> just... Shut up. This like, is why Bebo has this armor. Stop asking. <laughs> I, I wish while they were talking about that, the girl said something stupid and the camera cut to a point of view from the girl. So both of them turned and went, shut the hell up. <laughs> and then they turned back and talked to each other. Yep. Asked and answered. Stop asking us in the comments and at cons. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
so the the Imperial First Order hybrid yeah. created Iron Man 2 style drone robots <laughs> that are the precursor to the shock troopers you see in episode 7 right and then they get the child mm-hmm. and they fly away but you missed the most important part the razor crest explodes yes <laughs> you just see this laser well it's a blaster round yeah. from the sky boom all the literally the whole episode was like well, this is great this is great I saw it was like yeah, it's crazy. But now they're all going to be chilling in Slave One because yeah. Boba Fett vowed to protect the child in exchange for getting his father's armor back. Okay. Yep. So now they're all in Slave One. Yep. And they're going to go tracing after Moff Gideon. Yep. Who is now just, he's literally just, ooh, Dark Saber. Like, he's just, <laughs> he's like, just waving in people's it. faces there. Yeah. Um, in the wreckage. <laughs> Everything's obliterated. Everything is turned to Minus dust. two things. The Beskar Spear, which, which I sense. fully support. They've established that as being virtually indestructible yep. metal. You need a special smithing setup to yep. even melt it down. And the tiny ball yep. that the child likes to play with. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why not? That is Absolutely. literally just a knob <laughs> from the clutch <laughs> on the ship. Yep. Why not? Absolutely. Makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. No, no, it doesn't. And then they they put tiny little cuffs on the child. <laughs> <laughs> put shackles on him. I'm like, you just watched him thrash two stormtroopers with the force. Yep. But you're going to put these tiny little cuffs. These tiny that, little shackles. <laughs> which barely look like they're... They still look too big for his yeah. hands. Yeah. Like... His fingers, you see him, they go around his hands, and his fingers are, like, splayed out yeah. to hold him in so place. So he just, like, yeah. closes yeah. his Close fingers, fingers and pulls him. <laughs> Which oh. I hope that comes up. I really do. Like the next they episode. fall off. He just stands up. Clink, clink, clink. I'm done with that. Then smashes them. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Funny, and but stupid. That's the end of the episode. Uh, don't forget, Bill Burr's coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they, they take Slave One to Cara Dune. And yeah. they recruit her to help. She's a marshal of another town now. And now she's the marshal for the Republic. It's official. Yeah. And they need to spring Bill Burr. And she's like, these stripes mean I can't break no laws no more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except that he goes, oh, the Empire has the child. She goes, all right, we're good. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> time, to, time to go. Uh... I can white out these stripes. <laughs> <laughs> time to forget everything I just said. Yeah. Time to forget about this stupid-ass thing that they just decided to throw in at my character. Just don't have her do that. Yeah. Just let her stay where she was. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It made no sense. She was a marshal of the small little community. Mm-hmm. Let her stay the marshal of the small little community. Like, And then after they save the child, she can be like, hey, I'm going to take that marshal job with the Republic. Yeah. Unless maybe in the next episode it's something... I don't know. Maybe I think they made it a tie-in so they can figure out where Bill Burr is. Oh, yeah. Because she she's like the, just randomly pushing buttons at the computer, and you see like these random flashes as yeah. Mando's trying to tell her who he's looking for. She's mm-hmm. like, "Is it him? Is it him? Is it him?" He's like, "No, hold on a second. It's this guy." <laughs> that would make sense. I think that's the connection. I guess. Maybe I don't know. I have no idea. But so they're gonna go get Bill Burr. They're gonna go get Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. All in all, it was a fun little episode, yeah. and it. Very much further the plot. Yep. Of all of it. It's a filler. It's not a filler, but it's a filler. It gives you a direction. 
a lot the of show. directions. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, what quest is this one? Because we've talked about whole this whole show is basically one long video game. As I, I was watching this, I actually texted you. I said, holy shit, this show is just me playing The Witcher 3. Yeah. Like, he can't stay on the, the main quest. Yeah. Although, it began and ended with him doing the main quest. However, every time he tries the main quest, he encounters a side quest sure. to complete another step of the main quest. Right, right. Or to get an upgrade or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say... I saw on Reddit yesterday, I think it was, uh, someone had posted that if someone doesn't make it a video game where it's just you play as the Mandalorian, going around, upgrading your armor, collecting people, mm-hmm. like, what is the whole point of the show? Yeah. <laughs> literally, that's, it, it's, it's right. The show uh, is a video game. It's literally written as a video game. And you could honestly make a good video game that ends where the season one, episode one begins. The lead up to the beginning of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the game that. ends when he walks in, sees the blue fish man, and you say, I could take you in warm or I could take you in cold. Roll credits. Sure. I could see that. And like the whole game is just you running bounties and shit. Yeah, yeah there still have to be some underlying or overarching, however you want to say it. People point. want the child. Well, no, no, no. That's like, you might be able to get like. Grogu. Yeah, you may be able to get small bits of lore in the game in a game like that for <laughs> the child, but there's no. That wouldn't make any sense because he doesn't know anything about the child until he gets that bounty. Mm-hmm. It's literally a bounty that draws him to the child. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be it. But maybe he's indebted or he's running from the empire. There's something that has to be connection to the empire that would lead him to that. Point. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, as the sure, general, I know the general public wants the general the child. playing yeah, yeah. of the game though. It would work. But yeah, all in all, good episode. Yep. Furthered the plot. Yep. Introduced what the next episode is going to be. Uh, this was d- directed by Rich Rodriguez, mm-hmm. who uh, also directed Machete, which is one of the most ridiculous movies of all time. Machete is really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It was fun. Yeah. Topic of the week. Top of the week being comic books. We have each read a comic book. That is uh, Christmas and themed. Christmas-ish for mine. Me too. <laughs> um, would you like me to go first? Because yeah, sure. Because I go believe for it. mine is much faster than yours. <laughs> mine was a graphic novel. Yeah, yours mine, is a comic book. A single issue comic book. Yeah. That is absolutely absurd. So uh, no, it's <laughs> Iron Man number two fifty four, uh, edited and printed in March of eighty nine or December of eighty nine for whatever reason released in March of ninety even though it's a Christmas issue. Well, I mean, Elf came out in like July, June, August somewhere in that race. Yeah, it's a movie though. This is a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> Got to capitalize a on weekly that. comic book. <laughs> Was it weekly at the time? Yeah. Oh. So. Iron Man, Ho Ho Homicide is what the, the title is. The, the cover is Santa shooting Iron Man with a gun. <laughs> and sure. Iron Man's like trying to dodge it, but you see all the ricochets off his armor. So that's the cover. Um, it starts with Tony Stark roughing up a uh, Magi crime family, trying to avenge somebody. Who's the Magi? 
uh, it's a, a crime family. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you reiterated what you just said. Yeah. It's the last name of the... Oh, fair. The Magi crime family. Sure. Okay. M-A-G-G-I-A. Anyway, so... Magia? Magia? Magi. <laughs> so, he's trying to avenge his ex-wife, whose <coughs> name is beside me at the time, and also this plot... Does not go any. You said it was beside you. I looked beside you. Oh, but this this Sorry. plot does Bad not joke. go any further than what I just explained, so I can drop it. <laughs> okay. Flash cut to the Taskmaster. Okay. Who's usually you see in Spider-Man and stuff, not Iron well, Man. Yes. But he, okay. He's running an academy where there are six people, and you know there are six because one guy's number one, one guy's number two, etc. Through six. They're wearing all black with a big cool. white number on their chest. The dog is staring at me. Yes. And it, at an me. awkward angle. Stop. <laughs> You're going to knock something over. Knock it off. Um, so the, these people are killing each other. One through six. And Taskmaster is standing on a ledge telling them to do so. Explaining challenges and things of that nature. As he does. Cut to Iron Man in a Christmas dome. That he started with skiing and things like that. He and Rhodey are running a Christmas paradise thing for a bunch of orphans. Okay. And cut back to Taskmaster. <laughs> who he pronounces a winner when... Or he, the final challenge is numbers one, four, and five fighting each other blind. And the winner is the last one surviving. Number one wins this, and the Taskmaster gives him the new armor so that contestant number one becomes the new Spy Master. And at this point in time, there's an asterisk near the word Spy Master. If you go to the bottom of the page, it says the original Spy Master died nine issues ago or something like that. <laughs> they do that a lot in comic books. Like, they'll reference something from a different issue, mm -hmm. and they'll be like, see... XYZ superhero in yeah. comic number 700 and da 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 da. It was, just, it was funny yeah. to me, or yeah. a little asterisk. It's like, oh, okay, I need that information <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, if you really want to know, here it is the connection. Go for it. So then, flashback to Tony Stark, but this is while the orphans, the kids are all there, and there's a Santa Claus. And then the kids are all talking to Santa Claus. One walks up and says, Santa Claus, why are you holding? And it, it, <laughs> you see a panel where it's Santa Claus with a gun. A Luger specifically. Yes. And then Santa Claus goes, oh, this disguise isn't working anymore. So he grabs a child and does a Mexican standoff holding a child with Tony Stark. Uses the child as a, as a human yes, shield? Yes, as a human shield. You sent me this picture. Uh, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then Rhodey tries to fight Santa Claus while Tony Stark runs the change. Um, Santa then tears all of his clothes off to reveal he's the spy master. And I then, thought he died already. Well, he's the new spy master. Oh, okay. Number one from the competition, he gets the spy master's armor. Okay. <laughs> and then, right as the spy master defeats Rhodey, Iron Man busts through the floor while saying, It's a good thing that my targeting computer locked onto you from the lower level so I knew exactly where to explode through the floor. And I'm like, that is a lot of exposition <laughs> for no reason. Because <laughs> nobody else would have been like, sure, you came to the floor, whatever, who cares? Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> no. Nobody was like, saw this that. scene. Someone saw this scene 
on the on the layout when they were writing this comic was like it makes no sense for Iron Man to come through the floor you have to he, tell them why what if he hit a kid well he did he didn't hit a kid yeah but he could have <laughs> make sure he knows he's the good guy yeah make sure there's technology involved for whatever reason was, was Rhodey wearing his warm wore uh no no mm-hmm. Rhodey was a normal guy he's oh normal also the way that Rhodey got bested was mm-hmm. the spy master tried to fly away and Rhodey just pulls out a gun and shoots him and spy master falls to the ground and Rhodey walks over and goes I think he's dead and then the spy master goes playing possum he kicks him in the face <laughs> Does he actually say playing possum? Yes. <laughs> Screams playing possum. Stupid. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, Iron Man and Spymaster are having a battle. Uh, Spymaster starts to knock over one of the large decorations and is about to fall onto a bunch of kids. And then Iron Man stops that from happening. And then Iron Man just goes, what are you doing? You could hurt the kids. And the spy master goes, I'm not leaving till I get the star from the top of your Christmas tree. <coughs> and Iron Man's like, that's all you want? Seriously? Take it. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next panel is the spy master. It's not a star. It's a golden angel, actually. Oh, okay. The next scene Whatever is. is the spy master holding the golden angel from atop the tree and leaving. And Iron Man saying, what, what the hell was that? <laughs> I did forget to mention when the Taskmaster gives the new Spymaster the armor, he says, in order to keep the armor, you need to do one task for me to prove you're worthy. Steal golden angel. And apparently it's to steal the angel from Tony Stark's Christmas tree. And then it ends! So Taskmaster had a terrible childhood. He needs that to feel better about himself or something. (laughs) And that's the end of it. Oh my god, that's so bad. The final conflict is the guy, I'm not leaving till I get the angel. And Tony Stark's like, okay, have it. And then the guy leaves. <laughs> Tony could have been like, I got like a thousand of those I can build, make for yeah, you, or buy, or whatever. How many of I mean, them do you want? <laughs> <laughs> you want for each tree in your house? I mean, <laughs> give me five bucks. <laughs> you don't have to go killing kids over it. <laughs> uh, committing felonies and lifetime commitments for a $20 trinket. End. End comic book. <laughs> Who the hell is this for? I don't know. What was the point of this? <laughs> oh my god. It's so bad. <laughs> like, it It starts with Tony Stark trying to avenge this woman, and then it immediately cuts to this Taskmaster plot line. Uh-huh. And then it... At one point in time, Rhodey hits on a girl... And then some other woman starts crying, saying, he was yours, but you let him go. You need to be strong. I don't know what the hell that was about. <laughs> it's a callback to something, probably. Yeah. This is very much the middle issue of a wider series. But what the what was the point of this series, I don't know. I don't know. This was... It's almost like they intended for this to come out in time for Christmas, and then it got backlogged with whatever reasons. Yeah. Or something. Because it's serialized. It's not a standalone. It's serialized. Yeah. It's number 254, meaning 253 came before and 255, in theory, came after it. Yeah. Unless they shut down everything after reading <laughs> Marvel this. went out of business after this one episode. <laughs> well, it was the 90s when Marvel got real rough. Yeah, they were, that 90s was when they were selling everything off, trying this to stay they, afloat. This is what started. March of 90, was because they were coming out with shit like this. Everyone read this was like, nope, never again. Cancel all my subscriptions. I'm, I'm done. 
One thing that I did enjoy was the ads that were in this. Mm. There was one for D and D Second Edition, or Advanced Dragons and Dragons, as it's called, yes, colloquially. Which that was funny to me. Mm. And then there was an ad like, "If you send us ten dollars, we'll send you fifteen random comic books." It's you like, should do that. See if it still works. That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then we could cover those comic books. I'm saying on the podcast. Here's yeah, the random. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna look this see up. See if there's an expiration. Yeah. It. <laughs> no, I'll just send. I'll send a ten dollar bill. I won't even send a check. <laughs> ten dollar bill through the mail. Yeah. <laughs> if I lose ten bucks, I lose ten sure. bucks. You're gonna get like five comics back and they're going to be valued at like 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> be like, thanks for the $10, here's... Gross, $10 for 15 comics. That's what mm-hmm. it says. Yes. They'll send me the 15 but they'll be like hand-drawn. <laughs> no, like someone that holds the crayon like this. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like John Favreau's uh, elf card in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm all about it. Uh, no, you should definitely do that. It'd be hilarious. Yeah, that's what crap we'll get. I'm gonna see if there's an actual thing. I'm gonna do my best yeah. to actually make this happen. That's a good one because I like this now. I like this idea a lot. <laughs> we'll cover it and we'll get it. It'll be like six months before we get them. But <laughs> yeah, it'll be six months before I get a thing that says, "Sorry, we no longer do this." Yeah. But my ten dollar bill's out of the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for contributions to the yeah. network. Oh, my the billion dollar name. company that is Disney says thanks for your ten dollars. My name will be in the credits of one of the movies <laughs> as just like suckers. <laughs> like, no, you'll be, you'll get an executive producer in that one. I want to be the key grip. <laughs> the key grip. <laughs> the guy holds the boom mic. Yeah, or the assistant grip. Uh, I want to be a grip. <laughs> I don't this have, is the assistant grip. <laughs> I don't have the the strength to hold the mic for several takes. At hours long. That's why it's generally on a mechanical arm now. <laughs> well, so yeah, I'll be the key grip then. I'll, I'll be the guy that watches the arm. Make sure it doesn't fall out. Yep. That's ah, a mighty fine arm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that constantly. Did you guys see how good this arm is? Jeff Favre would be like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> yeah, go home. Don't bother coming in tomorrow, and don't bother coming in on Monday. I'm like, whoa, four-day weekend. <laughs> hey, it's snowing outside. It's literally snowing outside. Good for it. Look at my camera out my front door. Yeah, he's got cameras all over the place. So I do. Why can't I have cameras? Mm. At yeah. your house. <laughs> you do, remember? <laughs> no, I don't. Remember? <laughs> 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 so anyways that is literally all i have on this um that is all anybody could have on this it took me uh i think it was 12 to 15 minutes to read this comic book mm. it was f- i've shot through it it was mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. but great <laughs> <laughs> great on it yeah we spent more time covering it than we actually did reading it. yeah <laughs> to be fair i didn't read it at all but <laughs> you want to read it i can get it to you i mean maybe if you bring it next time there's no point in reading it. No. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on. Yes. My comic for this episode is Batman semi or uh, colon Noel. Semicolon colon Noel. Yeah, semicolon <laughs> the colon of Noel. Um, this is a graphic novel, not a comic book. Mm-hmm. The difference being longer. Uh, Alan Moore would argue 
smart or shit. I don't yeah. know. He he tells we're all morons for He's believing a, in this shit and for reading, reading this over the because it's just for kids whatever. and we're adults and f him. Yeah. Yes, please keep saying how we give our money to you, and we're, and idiots. we're idiots. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, we are because we're giving money to him, but to Alan Moore specifically. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, this is Charles Dickinson's The Christmas Carol. Um, but Batman. But Batman. But Batman. But Batman. It's a Christmas Carol. <laughs> Jesus. Alfred. <laughs> Last uh, night I was visited by three ghosts. Not quite. Get Robin. <laughs> Definitely not quite. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, this is written and drawn by Lee Harvey Bermejo. Oswald. No. Bermejo. Um, he is famous for doing the Joker. Sure, why not? I mean, he he didn't create the Joker. He just did a a compilation of the Joker. A, a well-known Joker yeah. compilation thing. Sure, good on him. Again, I'm not taking him outside right now. Go away, dog. Dog's still staring at me like I'm gonna take her outside. <clears throat> uh, it's kind of 2011. Uh, yeah, Christmas Carol set in Gotham. It follows Bob. 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 I'm going to do all my commentary questions in this voice. Okay, you do that. <laughs> um, Bob Cratchit and his son, Little Timmy. Little Tim. Nope, Timmy. Little Tim. <laughs> Timmy. Uh, set in Gotham, obviously. Um, Batman plays the tutelage Scrooge in this character. Scrooge. <laughs> Is it uh, because he hates Christmas? This actually doesn't have much Christmas in it. Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ this is going to be weird <laughs> it's not going to be normal <laughs> I can't laugh like myself either <laughs> it's just stupid <laughs> fuck <Batman>. carry on <laughs> no <laughs> keep going I'm trying. Little Timmy. <laughs> Little Timmy down I well. Scrooge. <laughs> uh, so Bob is falling on hard times uh, due to Gotham sucks. That's where I come in. <laughs> that's, trying to clean up the streets. That's actually technically the truth. <laughs> you, you come in and you... Uh, Bob, he, he takes a job with the Joker to deliver a package and take some money somewhere else. Batman stops him. Um, because he says that you know, little fish catches the bigger fish, no matter how small. There's always a bigger fish. I basically if we listen to Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> it's true too. Uh, episode two as well. No one. Episode one. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's weird. Qui Gon Jinn looked an awfully lot like Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> <laughs> Because the same character, but <clears throat> anyways, <laughs> so he lets Bob go with a stern warning, but puts a tracking beacon on him so that he can see if Joker shows up. Because Joker's pissed off that his money's gonna be gone. Um, minus. Uh, so you have Jesus Christ. Is the snow setting off your cameras? And no, my wife is. Set off my phone. Oh. <laughs> She's texting me. Um, about the cameras. About the cameras. It really is about the cameras in the snow. 
so this follows the basic outline of the Christmas Carol. You have Scrooge, who's visited by his partner. In this, Robin is his dead partner. Mm. So this is after the first Robin dies. Is this the timeline where the Joker killed the Robin? Possibly. It, it's not outright said who kills Robin in this. Which Robin is it? It doesn't say that either. Uh. Um, it's not Damien because it's not a kid. Right. They show Robin come back um, as his partner and warns him about three visitors who's going to visit him through the night. Um, also, the entire time, Batman has a massive cold that's pneumonia. So if you can add that to your voice, go for it. <laughs> I don't know how to add that. Other than adding lots of coughing. And it's essentially, in this comic, you literally watch him go... <coughs> There's one scene where his like, tongue's sticking out. <laughs> <where he's coughing. laughs> yep. My fake coughing made me cough for real. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Um, so, yeah. Um, basically, Robin says that you're... Uh, Batman, you are upset and uh, that you <laughs> you are too much in the, into the weeds of all of this because you, you're too focused on catching the Joker. And the whole thing is he's still trying to catch the Joker. Right. Um, the other side of this, like I said, it's two comics in one. It's the, it's, it's the Christmas Carol put on top of a regular Batman comic mm. of him trying to catch the Joker. Right. I mean, that's the whole point. Um, so that's why the whole, like, tracking beacon. And then Roman says, you need to be reminded of who you are. You're going to be visited by three visitors. So Batman's like, oh, no, that's just my memory uh, in my, you know, depression and whatever. But I'm going to go out and into back into the cold to go track down the Joker. So he goes back out there and he meets Gordon. And Gordon's like, hey, we got word that Catwoman's going to go rob the christmas auction house exchange so you know that's what she does yep. and batman's like uh i'm more worried about the joker why can't you guys do this gordon's like yeah that's not my job it's your job that's why we literally i like have a job <laughs> well you do but don't the definition of vigilante <laughs> that's true um so batman goes okay fine so he shows up the first visitor being catwoman catwoman's like oh this used to be fun you're all worried about someone else you're supposed to worry about me. She literally goes, um, you know, a woman has to worry when our, her man worries about someone else or is more concerned about someone else. Well, there are certain timelines where Batman and, well, where I and Catwoman get married. Yeah, there, there is the wedding. Yeah. That's later, though. That, oh, it's in this issue? No. Oh. It's later. In lore. In, in lore. Right. After this. Carry on. <laughs> um, so you get... Catwoman's trying to remind Batman of the past mm -hmm. and how he really is more of a, you know, he's... He's, he's changed. He's changed because he's too worried about the Joker. He used to be the good old days when she when he was trying to stop her funny shenanigans and you get a scene where, like, she's the lion tamer and there's a tiger trying to eat Robin. So, you know, the shenanigans she used to pull. <laughs> um, the good old days. The good old days. Um Batman falls off a ledge because the gargoyle he grabs onto to chase after her breaks. So oh, no. she walks away. She gets away. The next ghost is Superman because oh. he's the, the visitor. 
the right. next visitor, not ghost. He's the next visitor. Of course. Um, Christmas present, as, they, as the connection is. And they talk about how shining and red and blue and beaming he is. Because why the hell not? It's so crazy <clears throat> how every comic book Superman is a beacon of hope. Yep. And they're talking about he's a beacon of hope in this. Where yep. the movies... He's a sad, sad, <laughs> sad sack. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, not all the movies, just the uh, the ones that came out. The in Snyderverse. The, yeah, they make um, him real, real sad. Yeah. So the whole thing about Superman is he tries to show Bruce that there's more to life. Who's Bruce? <laughs> well. We call <laughs> Superman and Batman who each other are this. They have a fun little quip. They talk about how Superman, Superman uses X-ray vision to see the pneumonia in Batman's lungs. <laughs> and and Bruce goes, I think I'm gonna leave it to the doctors because you know you Kryptonians get sick all the time. Sure they do. <laughs> <coughs> um, oh, <pipe>. Yeah. <clears throat> so Bat so Superman offers to take Batman back to his car. And Batman goes, I have to make a stop off first. So he has to stop by Bob Cratchit's house to see if Joker's hit there up yet. Bob. Bob. Little Tim. Timmy. Little Timmy. Timmy. No, they call him the Cratchits. The Cratchits. Yeah, not the Cratchits. Uh, you see, you know, their their love for each other, father and son. That's great. Um, you also see Superman take Batman over uh, Gotham and shows him, you know, not everything is so bleak as you can, as you see. Not everything is criminal lives. There are good it's lives. A good point. Yes, <laughs> there's good in the world, right? Especially Gotham, right? Not to focus on just the criminal elements, but to also realize that there's positive people. Little in the Timmy, world. there's little Timmy. Um, Superman, big, big Bobby. Superman then drops. <laughs> Jesus, I can't. I can't anymore. Uh, Superman drops <laughs> Batman off at his car, Mobile. His carmobile. Batmobile. <laughs> it's not a car. It's a car. It's a multi-million dollar. <laughs> it looks like armed the, transport. It, it looks like the Batmobile from the first Christopher Nolan movie. And so does the Batmo the Batman costume too. Christopher Nolan. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the one yeah. you sold your rights to? <laughs> yeah. The best Batman trilogy out there. Yes. Yeah, or none. <laughs> it's true. Um uh, Batman goes click click to unlock it and it explodes throwing Batman to the ground. It was the Joker. The third visitor is the Joker. Mm -mm. He drags him to a cemetery mm -mm. throws him in a grave. Of course. Yep. In the grave as he's being buried alive um, semi-state of life he has a epiphany of if no matter what he's doing there really it won't mean anything because he has this death vision of the Joker gang rising up and killing everybody off. Um, Jim Gordon going to jail for helping Batman. Alfred being like, oh, how sad, woe is me, and walking away. Mm -hmm. His estate being sold off. Mm -hmm. You know, the typical Scrooge um, allegory. 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 So Batman busts out of the grave. Um, you immediately go see... Do you see the, the scene... Where it's like dirt. And yes. The fist pops yes. out. That's my patented move. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that they included it. Oh, absolutely. That scene took seven takes. 
Because the fist wasn't There's strong fist. enough. It really is in here. And then he claws his way out of the grave. Excellent. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then you cut to Bob and his son in their apartment. And the Joker... You see Tim... There's a knock on the door and Timmy goes around and goes, San, is that you? And Joker's on the other side goes, Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> of course he does. I wish the Joker said, Ho, ho. Homicide. <laughs> Kick the door down. <laughs> I mean, he might as well have. <laughs> uh, so there's this quick battle. Um, Batman realizes that there's still hope in the world, so he goes and saves Bob and Timmy, because why not? Mm-hmm. Um... Breaks through a window as Batman does. Yes. Knocks the gun out of Joker's hand. Yes. Bob Cratchit picks up the gun and Batman has to talk him off a cliff. Cause Bob's he... going to kill himself. <laughs> no, Bob's going to kill Joker. Oh. <laughs> Basically, Batman has to say, no, no, death's not the way. We're going to lock him up. So the cops show up. They throw Joker in the insane asylum as he normally is. And then... That you know, place he always somehow gets out of. <laughs> You think they put him somewhere different this time? Yep, yep. Bottom of a hole somewhere. Um, then you see that Batman has learned the errors of his ways. He be, Bruce Wayne becomes a benefactor of Bob and Timmy. Sends him a real Christmas tree because earlier in the, the you see Timmy made a Christmas tree out of a stick and some broken glass and a Timmy, Timmy. <laughs> and a uh, army figure. Timmy, <laughs> but. Nobody questions. So, this so Bruce sends Bob and Timmy a Christmas tree and gives Bob a job at Wayne Enterprises. Uh, he's a floor manager now. No, he's a custodian. No, he, now. <laughs> now in, in he worked his way up. Yeah. <laughs> My question is, how did Bob not question the fact that he just got a random job by some random person that wasn't at Wayne Enterprises? At Wayne Enterprises didn't it's apply crazy. for it. <laughs> didn't do anything to get it. Because Bruce Wayne and Batman are different people, too. That's right. Oh, my God. Uh, and, yeah, it just ends like that. That's um, there was a, The narrator through the entire thing ends up being Bob. You see the last... He's looking back at how he got his job. Not really, because he's not that much older. It's like the next year. That's good for him. <laughs> But see, he's like a technician. How did he know I was buried alive? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How did he know you went and saw the, bat, the Catwoman? Or Superman? That's true. <laughs> or anything. I didn't tell him about that. You also see the, seen scenes from uh, where he's in the Batcave talking to Alfred. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't know any of that. You, you would think. <laughs> How does he know Alfred? <laughs> At all. A dog. So yeah, that's Batman Noel. It was one of it's not my best story. <laughs> but it was a good one. Yeah. It was a fun time. R- romping good time. <laughs> yeah, as you almost died like you normally do and Hold on. Oh hey shipper. <laughs> I've been in the bathroom for the past twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. What were you doing? <laughs> talking to Batman. <laughs> you were talking Batman was here? <laughs> yeah. Put on your mic and everything. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus fuck! Where would he go? <laughs> Out the window as he does. <laughs> oh. It's crazy that it's broad daylight and he's not gonna get caught. 
There's some amazing artwork in this comic. No, you Graphic you novel. let me thumb through it before we started this. Like it, it looks beautiful. Yeah, and I think that's what he's really known for is his art style. Right. There's actually I was looking at online, and, and he actually has a collection of his art from mm-hmm. DC Comics, uh, and it, he's the stuff is realistic but expressive, and mm-hmm. like it's just amazing what what this guy does. I don't hate the story, but it's. Mm, the allegory is, is kind parody, of isn't yeah. it? it's not parody. Well, it's parody. Parody's comedy. Yeah. It's allegory. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works. I like it. Mm-hmm. Jess got this years ago for Christmas one year. I've read it a couple times. Uh, it works. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Your Batman voice made it amazing. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a. Uh, Batman Noel. Semicolon, colon, Bat- Noel. I wish I could have been here to hear the synopsis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and meet Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely meet Batman. <laughs> oh. Seems like a good guy. <laughs> He's kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Thinks he knows more than he does. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it sounded just like him. <clears throat> Did I? <laughs> Crazy. I was just... That was just me clearing my throat while I was talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, damn. I got nothing else to say about it. It's good. This was, yeah. I mean, it's it's nice to be able to cover something different, like yeah. comic books. Break away from the movies that we're mm-hmm. always doing. I like to throw in these differences up from time to time. Yeah, it's nice. it'd be nice to get another video game in there, but they just take so long. Yeah, they're hard to, to, to play. get into. It's interesting to see, like, like I look, listen to or watch a lot of YouTube videos about com- about comics, about, about comedy, video games, comics, <laughs> common comics, uh, about video games, and you're like, the people who do reviews, are like, oh, I put fifty hours into it. It's like the game came out last week. How did you have time? Yeah. <laughs> Even when I didn't have two kids and a wife, like, I still didn't have time. I had a life. Yeah. But these people, I think, have monetized the YouTube industry to the point where, like, yeah. they know that if they don't, they're not making money. Yeah. So they literally just don't sleep. Yeah, or if they have a different job, they take a week off when yeah. there's the major release, yeah. and they just play the game for the the week straight. Yep, I agree. Uh, speaking of movies, next week. Next week, we're gonna do the Christmas classic, The Gremlins. Uh, what's it available on? I don't know. Probably Amazon. All right. I was for the for the viewers if they wanted to watch it first. Yeah. Before um... listening to the episode uh you know just trying you know what i'm doing i know what you're doing uh i think it, i'm definitely amazon prime or not prime but necessarily just amazon uh well it's not like google play obviously because you could just rent movies yeah that's what i'm saying is like you could get it just uh, uh definitely on amazon it's on philo i don't know what the hell that is i have no idea you could rent it on YouTube or Google Play for two ninety nine, or you can yeah, it's three ninety nine on Amazon. Yeah, and it's on AMC all day twelve sixteen and twelve nineteen. I don't like watching stuff we cover on TV. I hate watching things on TV. End of story because there's commercials. Anyway, so, so yeah, you want to watch it? Find it on your own time. Yeah, if you want to watch it with us. I'll... Oh, uh... I lost it. 
<laughs> I had a revelation and lost oh. it immediately. Yep. Um, so keep emailing in your questions. Yep. For That's the right. Great Star Wars debate, the prequel trilogy debate. debate. I talked to Krell about this, uh-huh. and uh, I think we're gonna have him on for like a rap episode of each trilogy. If that works, I don't understand. Like what? we're gonna debate the pre the prequel trilogy, but then the original trilogy we'll have Krell on for like a fourth episode where we just kind of talk about the original trilogy as a whole kind of thing, and then the sequel trilogy we don't need to debate it again. We'll just talk about how bad it is. <laughs> so he wants to do two episodes, one being a debate and one being a three episodes, one covering each trilogy. Well, uh, okay. But I'm saying, like, in January he wants to be in two? No, 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 no. Just whenever we get through the original trilogy, because that would be the next trilogy, uh-huh. we have a, a Krell episode afterwards where he comes on and because he knows a lot of shit about Star Wars. Isn't that kind of what we're doing with the debate? Well, the debate is going to be me and him arguing about stuff. It'll be, it'll be you arguing either way. <laughs> no, the other two we, we agree a lot on. Well, it's because they're the best of the three trilogies. <laughs> Okay, I mean, whatever. We'll get there. Just for anybody that listens and wants has listened to it for wants Krell content, <laughs> or knows Krell at all. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. The Drunken Nerd Podcast at gmail.com. Keep emailing in your questions. How many questions do we have? Uh, several. We've had five submissions. Five different people submit questions. Nice. I'd like to see ten different people submit if we could. Yeah, I could see us doing ten questions. No, I mean just ten different people. Well. I have to limit because we can only record for an hour and a half, remember? I'm aware. I'm just saying <laughs> I would like to see, okay. get our fingers out there. Yeah, we're we're going to make this a civilized yelling match between Carl and Krell. As civil as possible. Um, I said yelling match. Yes. <laughs> if you want to get us, get at us any way other than emailing in for the, for the debate... You can email the podcast anyways at the podcast at gmail.com once again. Uh, you can get at us on Twitter at Drunken Nerd Pod. You can get us at Facebook at the Drunken Nerd Podcast. Get at me on Twitter, the Carl Evans. I mostly just retweet Falcon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else I'd say here normally. I don't know. You got anything? Nope. Yeah. I think I've said enough today. Yeah, it's crazy. I was out. Of, I was in the bathroom for like a half hour. I, I'm saying I was wondering where you were at. Yeah, but then I didn't care because Batman was here. So then yeah, I was like, you're I, pretty I, amped about Batman. <laughs> you stopped caying about me as soon as he showed up. I'm, I'm saying sure. he let me talk about his his comic. It was great. Man, did you just pop in through the window? Same window he, he did. left from. <laughs> he did. He just showed up and then fixed the window on his way out. What? <laughs> Gentleman and a scholar. That guy. I mean, Bruce Wayne is a nice man. Who's Bruce Wayne? Oh, you know who Bruce Wayne is. Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know who Bruce is. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Got that mixed up. He's got the money for it. He can cover. I'm saying. We just He's like, it. I broke your window. We just outed Batman. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> He's like, I broke your window. Let me pay for the repair. Did he make it rain? Sorry about your window. Sounded awfully like I'm just there. I, that was just my impression. I'm real good at impressions, <laughs> I guess. 
Oh, all right. All right. That's, that's, we're done arguing each other and whatever. We love you. Next week. <laughs>